Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, Making Legendary Leaders, with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Legendary Leaders. Today, I want to talk about defining your company. Most specifically, I want to focus on defining what your company is not. I think that's really important. We've been talking a lot this week about leadership traits and how to find your strengths and hire for other people's strengths. And to me, all of that plays into defining what your company isn't. Now, you're like, Katrina, what are you talking about? Well, let's walk through this with me for a little bit, okay? So when you've created your company or if you're starting to create your company, you you are naturally designing what you want to provide to your customer, right? What is the service or the product that you're providing to your customer? Well, so you you establish that product line, but then you also establish the way in which you want to do business, right? And so that's some of the the strengths or the attributes of a leader. So it's with the integrity, right? Using good judgment to make decisions when when customers are unhappy, Um, you know, being able to communicate effectively, all of those things that we've talked about previously, All of those characteristics and those attributes go into defining what your company is, okay? And then just as equally, it will define what your company isn't, okay? You're not out there to make a quick buck, right? You're not out there to, you know, quickly sign people up to purchase your product, and then there's no guarantee or there's no follow-up or there's no high level of service. Um, that's That's not what your company is. Inherently, by knowing who you are and what your company is, you can design and decide what your company is not. Okay? So, for example, for Legend, right? I focus on helping business owners and leaders further define their process in their business. Because if we can define what your process looks like, we can identify gaps, we can improve efficiencies, and we can eliminate those revenue wasters. So that you can rapidly continue to grow and scale and go to the next level. And you define what that next level is. But my role is to help you get there. And I'm going to stand beside you and give you ideas and champion you and celebrate you and push you forward and, you know, call you out whenever you could have done better. Right. All of those things that a good coach and a good, you know, business partner does. Okay, but I'm not an advertising agency. Okay, I'm not a software company. You know, I have, you know, web designers and I have people who do marketing for me. I have people on the team to do that, but that is not what my company is. All right. I'm also, I have guarantees with my products. Okay. And so if you purchase it, you get a guarantee. I don't want you to to buy something and you're dissatisfied. That's not the level of integrity that I lead with. Okay. And so by knowing who I am and my strengths, I therefore can define what my company is, and I can then clearly define what my company is not. My strength is problem solving and building relationships and encouraging and supporting and challenging and and confidently pushing people forward. Those are my strengths. Therefore, that's what legend does. Now, not only do I teach business processes, but just like we do on this podcast a lot, I talk about leadership attributes, traits, how to think like a leader, how to lead other people, and that's the other facet of legend. Right. Those are the two big pieces that I do in legend. 
And I do it because I want to help other people. That's my focus. I really want to help female business leaders and owners move their business to the next level. Because I've been where most of you all have been. Struggling, trying to figure it out, feeling like you're all alone, unsure of where to turn to next, doubting myself. I've done all of those things. So I'm excited to use my 14 years of business experience to move you forward. All of those things that I know about me has defined what, what legend is. Okay. And so that's the other reason why yesterday in the podcast yesterday about finding your strengths and then hiring people for theirs is really important. Because if you define what you want your company to look like and you hire based off of that, your company will continue to show the world what you stand for. And by hiring other people for their strengths and for the core values that you have, the outward branding of your company, the image of your company will, will be defined by everyone who exists within that organization. And so if you hire for attributes and, and the strengths instead of experience, then you will have your branding established correctly. You will define what your company is. If you do not hire with your core values in mind, you will not be able to define what your company is and you will not be able to define what your company isn't. Because for example, high integrity is critically important to me. If I hire someone that doesn't have high integrity and they have some, some ability to, to dictate how customers are supported or clients are supported and they don't handle that with integrity, my brand is now damaged and I cannot define what my company isn't. I don't want Legend to be a company out there that just takes money and doesn't, doesn't deliver on our commitments. That is so important to me. And if I hire someone who doesn't have those core values, I can't clearly say, well, my company does not practice that way. Because I've brought someone in who may very well practice that way. All right. So the whole point of this episode is to really get you thinking about what, what your company is. What do you stand for? What do you personally stand for? Therefore, what does your company stand for? Why do you need to hire for those core values of over, above and beyond, over experience? Okay. And then additionally, in the marketplace, define what your company is not. Okay. Define who you are, but be very clear about what you're not. You know, I have a great example of this as well. So um, the person, the, the amazing um, woman who does all of my web design, she has her own company. She's fantastic. Um, I love all the work that she's done for me. She is just a genius. I, I appreciate all the things that she does. Um, but if we, you know, if you look at her website, it clearly says, I do not work for, you know, I don't want to work with these companies. I don't work with these companies. You know, I don't want to deal with the BS of working with a very large organization. Um, I like working with small businesses. These are the things that I do. These are the things that I will not do. I love it, right? Because you clearly can see what she stands for and what her company you know, brand is and very clearly what it isn't. And so when people reach out to her and say, hey, you know, I, I really want your help and it's a very large company, she's like, no, didn't you see my website? That's not what I do. And many times we have a hard time saying no to that, but we have to define what our company is not so we can stay true to our brand. Now, let me go to the next level of this conversation, okay? Because this is a segue. It's a tie-in. Once we define what our company is not, we cannot go to that place. 
And you said, wait a minute, Katrina, I like flexibility. Like I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm just a couple of years into my business. I don't want to rule out any pathways. Okay. That's fine. That's understandable. So let's say it this way. Let's define very clearly from a value perspective, what you will never be out to make a quick buck poor service you know, the, the solutions that you think you're providing really aren't solutions and you don't, you know, you can't stand behind them. You know, you're not going to, you're not going to stand for those things. You're going to stand for integrity and putting people first. And the reason why you started the company in the first place is to, to serve others, right? Maybe the other thing that you're going to stand for is the fact that you created this company to give yourself a work-life balance, so to speak, um, you know, or at least have the life that you want to live. And so you're not going to sacrifice family time for work time. Okay, you can say those things. You can define that. You can also initially define who you want your customer to be. Customer to be. I'm talking too fast. <laughs> um, you have to define who your customer is, and that's your customer avatar. Can you change your avatar over time? Absolutely, you can. You can. Okay, so you can't just say I'm only going to ever be in this one spot forever. You can change your mind but it should still match with your overarching core values. So values shouldn't change, but business lines, service to various customers, all of those things can change over time as you grow your business and you scale it. And that's okay. But right out of the gate, it should be clear who your customer is, who you want to serve, how you're going to serve them, what you stand for, and therefore what you're not. And if you ever want to change you know, what you're not and, and expand that and add a new line or a new, you know, avenue to serve different customers, that's perfectly acceptable. So then further define that, but still define what you're not. Okay. I think it's critically important in everything that you do as you build your brand, as you build your customer base, as you look for the customer that you want to serve, the customers that you want to serve need to know that you are speaking directly to them. And so that's the other reason why it's important to define what you're not is because if, if everyone feels like you're speaking to everyone, then they will not feel like you're speaking directly to them. And if I don't feel like you're speaking directly to me, I most likely won't buy your product. And that's the majority of the world. So people have to feel as though you are speaking directly to them, that you understand them, that you know where they're coming from, and that therefore you will be able to directly solve their problem. And that's the other reason why you've got to define what you're not. Okay, so today's today's challenge for you is to be thinking about, again, your core values, the attributes of a leader, you know, what your company stands for, why you're going to hire for the attributes and core values that you've established for your organization and not solely for experience so that together your entire organization can define your brand and then therefore define what you're not. And then as you grow and add additional product lines, you can adjust the avatars that you're servicing. But you should always be very clear about defining what you're not so that your customers will feel as though you are speaking directly to them. And they will feel like they are understood by you and they will continue to vote for you and your business with their dollars. OK. All right. Thanks for listening.